there is no doubt that Espinosa Cigars has taken cigars by storm. They have put out some smokes that have been interesting, that have been solid, that have been in my humidor. Very, very impressive. Oh, yeah, sure, they'll win some awards and they'll get ranked big here and there. A 94 from Cigar Aficionado. That ain't a bad way to start your day. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. And they were having at one of our local cigar lounges an event for Espinosa uh, cigars. You can, uh, you can look them up. You can look them up at Espinosa, E-S-P-I-N-O-S-A, EspinosaCigars.com. And they had the entire lineup all laid out. So Fingers and I were like, yeah. We're, we're going uh, to work. We grabbed a couple of different uh, smokes. Uh, I got myself the crema right here. Fingers Malloy, what is it that you're smoking? I've got the Espinosa Laranja Reserva Escuro. Well, someone's fancy. Now it's the Laranja that's been just knocking it dead. There's an orange label. There's a black label. Fingers is smoking the black label right there. Talk to me about what it is you're smoking. Escuro, that deep, deep, rich, lovely, lovely wrapper right there. It is. Uh, first of all, it's a box press. So, you know, it, to me, uh, it's nice on the golf course. Be able to, to put it on your golf cart, be able to walk away. Uh, on the light, there was uh, that pepper uh, uh, spice right away. And, and right now, I'm getting just some beautiful uh, cocoa notes, um, a little bit of coffee. Uh, it's, it's very good uh, and bold, too, Tony. So you're doing the Robusto, right? Yes. On that box press. So Robusto, think of it as a 5 by 50, so 5 inches long. Sorry. T. No, don't be sorry. We The whole system is a little bit strange because we're not smoking even the same cigar. We're going to be trying almost everything that they do. And i got to be clear, they're not sponsors of ours. We just like what they do, and they were doing a, an event in central Indiana. We're here at Smoker's Choice in Brownsburg, Indiana. We said, we're going to come down and check it out. We'll come to your cigar lounge. We will travel to your cigar lounge. You know a cigar lounge. You have a cigar lounge where we broadcast. Yeah, let's figure it out. We'll come down, and we'll check it out. Me, I'm smoking the Espinosa Crema. This is a Connecticut shade wrapper because my first cigar of the day. I wanted to start my, my way into it, and very often a Connecticut's a nice way to do that. People often see Connecticut wrappers as, as just this flavorless kind of thing. And one of the things we noticed from the Premium Cigar Association show in Las Vegas, a lot of work is being done to create Connecticut's that have uh, value. So I'm doing the Churchill, the 7x48, so 7 inches long. Tee? Always makes him laugh. And it is a 48 ring gauge. So that is the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee? Again, with the laughter, but it is that Connecticut shade. But I'll tell you, the pepper hit me right off. It's Nicaraguan in the binder and the filler. That's not usually a normal thing. There's a little bit of cream. There's there's that that almost classic kind of wood flavor uh, in there. But man, it hit me right off the bat with a bit of spice. And we have seen almost a trend, uh, as as we said, of trying to create Connecticut's that really. Add some value. I don't know if spice is the thing that, for me, creates the value, but rather a cigar that has flavor. Because I've I've been I've been doing this for a while. I've, I've been smoking the cigar for a while, and it is uh, you know a seven inch cigar. So I'm into the second third of this, and it has mellowed lovely. Now, when we talk about second third, 
you're writing down everything. What did you eat that day and what did you drink that day? You've got your notebook? Good. What did you eat? What did you drink? What's the weather like? Crazy humid in central Indiana. Right now, we've had crazy rainstorms. As many of the East Coast had uh, the the, the hurricane. There's been this heat and this humidity going along in fair amounts, uh, uh, fair parts of Large amounts of parts of the Midwest. That's that's what I want to say. Fingers Malloy wasn't really good there with with the talking. Uh, so this is an interesting choice for that kind of 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 weather for sure. But when you write it down, right? You're writing down all these things, and then you break it up into thirds. First third of the cigar, the second third of the cigar, and the final third of the cigar. Fingers has just lit his up, so he's in the first third, and you're getting, as you said, from uh, this Oscuro wrapper there from the Laranja. Uh, it is those cocoa notes. Yes. And, 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 and a good sweetness. Yeah, a good sweetness. And, uh, you know, once again, when you first light it, uh, on, on some of these cigars, you'll get that, that pepper or spice, but then it, it starts to uh, subside a little bit. And I don't know if it's really subsiding because uh, it, it's subsiding or you're getting used to it. It's, right. it's one of those two. Uh, but, uh, no, you get the cocoa notes, uh, it's, it's very sweet, kind of creamy, uh, very enjoyable. You mentioned the, the Connecticut wrapper. Um, and how you know a lot of people think, well, it's, it's always a, a little bit flavorless or whatever. I know some people that I've talked to will get a Connecticut and a Connecticut Broadleaf mixed up. Yes, so Connecticut Broadleaf is a much darker, darker shade, right? So, so that's what we're talking about. This one here on, on the crema is a, a paler brown. It's a slightly oily wrapper, not necessarily that suede feel or anything like that. But the construction is just terrific. Uh, it's been holding up very, very well. Feels good in the hand. The weight balance on it was something we actually look to, right? How does it feel in the hand? Working very, very well. What about yours with that box press? Uh, very well constructed with, you know, and the, and the, the wrapper, you know, like you said, is, is dark. Uh, very even smoke. Lots of pleasant smoke coming from this cigar. And at a price, Tony, of between 8 and $9 a stick. Yeah. I mean... To me, this is all day, every day in my humidity. Yeah, the, 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 the crema here is about $10 a stick. And Espinosa, and you'll find this as you start seeing in your humidor more and more brands. We actually, we're going to be talking to the owner of the Cigar Lounge, uh, Dave Kepler, in, in a little bit. And just this idea of what has been happening because of COVID. We've seen factories shut down in, in Honduras and Nicaragua. The back orders... <laughs> On cigars is through the roof, and it has forced these lounges to look in other places and other ways. And it has created, as we've discussed, the opportunity for new brands to come to the fore. And Espinosa has been around for a while, but even even other ones, it's giving them this unique opportunity. Yet people shy away from new. Yeah. So first, if you want to talk about how important a band is, the look of the cigar. To someone getting it, that is absolutely, totally true. It's extremely real. It's 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 weird that people buy that way, but we all do, myself included. Yeah, and the other thing too is you know talking to uh, the brick and mortar people. If you go to your favorite tobacconist, you go to your favorite lounge, and you see your cigar, uh, your favorite cigar, maybe a good idea to pick it up. <laughs> maybe pick up a couple. I'm not saying you should, you know, uh, you know, like the. Uh, beginning of the pandemic with toilet paper run out and hoard your favorite cigars but there is a real supply issue and uh you you may go to your favorite tobacco store and 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 find uh your cigar isn't currently in in your humidor which is look at it as an opportunity to try something else instead of going to your same 
favorite cigar that you always get? Oh, oh, we always get asked, what's, what's your favorite cigar? And the answer is, I don't have a favorite. I do have things that I like, and I do have things that I gravitate to. As I've said before, a Cameroon wrapper, that toothy wrapper, man, any chance I get, that's a, a flavor profile that just does me right every single time. But this crema is lovely. This is Espinosa, E-S-P-I-N-O-S-A. The Espinosa crema is what I'm smoking. And, oh, don't worry, I'm going to be getting into another one. They've got some other lines that you may have heard of before. And Fingers, that, that Oscuro, the Laranja right there, man, it's, it, I, I, I have it in my humidor. And it will do you right. Definitely bigger, a lot of good, wonderful, wonderful flavor. Try something new. But make sure you write it down. Make sure you write it down because you're going to want to know when you smoke it again how it compares. That's part of the fun. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So we often talk about what's going on in the cigar industry, and Fingers and I are huge supporters of the brick-and-mortar store. This is not, we're not anti-online. It's that there are some advantages that the online seller of cigars has, especially in that world of taxation, which is why people so often go uh, to them and they're not going to the brick and mortar, but it's the brick and mortar that's the real foundation of the whole idea of community of cigars. Eat, drink, smoke, Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, right there. We're here at Smoker's Choice. It's Brownsburg, Indiana, which is a suburb of Indianapolis. It's got to be one of the better, if not bigger, humidors. Certainly in the area, maybe in the state of of Indiana, there's some places got the super mega humidors, and some people got a nice little box. Uh, Dave Kepler, you've got yourself, Dave, the owner of Smoker's Choice, uh, you've got yourself a pretty fantastic uh, humidor. I mean, you're talking about how many many cigars do you carry? Not in terms of number, but in terms of brands. We we have over 2,000 open boxes. You have over 2,000 open boxes? Yes. Fingers, go count and see if he's right. One... Two. Ah, he'll get there soon enough. The show is only an hour long. Right. Well, the show's two hours long. I'm so glad you listen. But it's <laughs> it, that's that is something that people have a hard time grasping because they go into a, a, a lot of cigar lounges and they see boxes and they okay and, and they never count in terms of what that means. The the retailer, the mom and pop that you are, father and grandson, yeah, who who, who run things here at Smokers Choice. That's a lot of investment in a future where you're going up against the guys who are trying to create a bulk sale at much smaller margins. None of that is easy. No, it's, I started out in 1996 with a five foot glass humidor. And is that right? we've uh, progressed over the years and that's what we have today. And it is the largest humidor in Indiana, if not in the Midwest. So when you are dealing with, as we saw, the world of COVID, where cigar sales went through the roof, up by a, over a billion, $1.3 billion, but it didn't necessarily translate in all the ways to a lounge that had to shut down. What was it? How, how did the experience go for you? Mine wasn't too bad because I'm in Hendricks County, and we only Which had- is a suburb of, of Indian, Indianapolis, which is called Marion County, so it's right outside of the capital city. Right, and Marion County had to shut down for- Extended periods of time, I I had to shut the lounge for five weeks, but I continued to sell cigars during those five weeks. It's amazing. We we don't often think of that, Fingers, that 
how the experiences people had. We often think of what big cities did, but outside of those big cities, they could have had different rules, different regulations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've noticed that because, you know, we do the show normally at Blend Bar Cigar. That's in Indianapolis, Marion County. And some of the hoops that they had to jump through, we often wondered and we talked about on the show when it came to restaurants, how if you were just outside the county, you could be open. But if you were in the county, you had to remain closed last year. It's very odd to see how businesses had to jump through hoops to get through. And, and for, just to give people an idea in terms of geography, what, 20 miles? 20 miles from where we usually record? Uh, yeah, about twenty. That's a difference of real dollars and keeping people employed, uh, and 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 the rest. But now that there's been this explosion, what are you seeing from people who became cigar smokers? Well, uh, through COVID, we we got a lot of Marion County smokers. Uh, well, we was closed and we retained some of them. Well, well they was closed and we retained some. Uh, we've seeing new customers every day. Uh, I had three new customers yesterday. One of them, a brand new smoker, and another guy was from the Far East Side. So when you see a brand new smoker, what do they come in and ask you? Because this is one of the questions we get all the time. Hey, I'm new to this. What should I be trying? Hey, I'm new to this. How should I do this? How do you approach? You've been doing this how many years, by the way? Since 1996. So that's 9,000 years. I did the math. Yeah. Took off my shoes and everything. Uh, how do you describe it to somebody who's new? I usually start them off with something mild because uh, I don't want to... Knock their socks off to start with, so... Uh, mild as a Connecticut, or do you have specific ones? We, like, what would be your top three mild cigars? The, well, the younger generation, I will start with the Cuba Cuba. Uh, others' suggestions are the Leaf by Oscar Connecticut, which is a very good cigar. It's actually my favorite cigar. Right. And then your Rocky Patel, your Leva Connecticut are all good starter cigars. Yeah, the Oscar is. I, I am a, I'm a fan of, of the Leaf by Oscar. Not necessarily the Connecticut, but just in terms of what they do. And you'll, you'll know it because it actually comes in a tobacco leaf. I mean, that's the way it looks. It is a worthwhile cigar and worthy of your time. You know, Tony and I talk a lot about when we go to a bar, you know, if we're looking for a beer, the trend has been over the past 10, 15 years to go towards IPAs. Uh, has there been a trend in cigars where... Uh, Customers are leaning toward maybe a, a certain type of cigar, whether it's a wrapper or... I'm not saying it's a trend. It's just that there's people trying different stuff now that they didn't before because there's so many people staying at home and smoking uh, rather than working. Or they got their deck or whatever outside. And so they smoke a lot more cigars now than they did before. And that's where a lot of the increase in smoking has been. So it hasn't been an increase in the the, the, the Habano wrapper or, or Maduro's. It hasn't been an, a, an increase in a certain Vitola. Do you, is, no. is, it, is, it, is it more Toro's than Lancero's? Like what, what really Toro's is our main sour, main size. But Lancero's are coming back. And I love a Lancero. Oh. They're, they're, you just get more flavor out of them. The, the wrapper is flavor, and there's more wrapper to deal with in comparison and ratio to the binder and filler. Dave Kepler, uh, right here, Smokers of Choice Cigar Lounge. The, the, I'm not going to call it a plight, but rather what you're seeing as you talk to other cigar lounge uh, owners, cigar store owners, what is the biggest challenge now that there's some sense of normalcy in the world? What is it that, that you're seeing as the challenges going forward into 2022? Getting cigars. <laughs> there is just so much on back order. Uh, 
I had two companies yesterday that I got less than 10 boxes for, and they showed my back order list, and one of them had 27 on back order yet, another one had 22. So does that lead you to saying, okay, let me find smaller manufacturers who have things in stock? Does, has it caused you to diversify out? I've always diversified. So just, uh, just picked up a new company yesterday, Crux Cigars. C-R-U-X. We saw Crux uh, yeah. at, at the show. I uh, thought yeah. the cigar was wonderful. Yeah. And C-R-U-X, Crux Cigars, yes. Yes. Uh, excited to have them. Uh, so you're, you're looking, while they're ha- having these issues and their factory issues and there's, there's the things coming through, customs issues, you're looking for ways to find new ways. Correct. And I'm, I'm fortunate since I have such a selection, even if I get some stuff back ordered, I still have plenty for you to choose from. When people come in and uh, they look at some brands that they're not used to, oh, I, I've never seen that. I, they've heard of the three or four things they've heard of, and they haven't heard of the rest. How do you try and uh, assuage them of, of worrying about it? Uh, basically, if I like it, I try to push it. If I don't like it, I, I don't push it very well. Uh, <laughs> so so there's, there's no special sauce, Figures Malloy. <laughs> nothing. Nope, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing special. I... Uh, I don't want to sell somebody something they don't like. I will tell them what I know about the cigar and let them make up their own minds. Well, right now we're smoking a whole bunch of Espinosa cigars because you're doing a whole event out here. We're going we're gonna to smoke through everything. I mean, it's a cigar of the year for a cigar snob. They actually make some wonderful stuff. Uh, Dave Kepler, Smoker's Choice here in Brownsburg. Appreciate you taking the time, man. Good Thank to see you. you. Good to see you. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there, America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, Espinosa cigars. We're, we're trying them all. Uh, that's all we can do. I'm doing the crema, the Churchill, the 7x48 Fingers Malloy with the Laranja. Oscuro, EspinosaCigars.com. There was an event going on. They got the whole lineup here. We figured we might as well smoke everything. You're into that second, third Fingers Malloy. How you doing? It's screaming for a coffee. Is that right? Yes, really is. No, this is uh, everything I hoped it would be. Uh, that's, there's still that, that spice, that, that, that pepper, uh, but it, it's not as strong. It's sweet, got the creaminess, the cocoa, uh, little bit of coffee. It's, it's just a fantastic smoke. And again, when you're looking at something like this at 8 to $9 a stick, I, all day, every day in my humidor. Yeah, it, it, the, the price point is absolutely right. There's wonderful flavor in, 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 in a lot of what they do uh, into the final third of this uh, crema here. And that spice has actually come back way more than I thought uh, it would be, but a wonderfully enjoyable smoke all the way around. And for a Connecticut, I mean, this is, this is way bigger than I thought it would be, but I enjoy the brand and a lot of what they're doing, but it's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Oh, Tony. What? There was a terrible study. How terrible? Well, it was. It, let me start off by saying it was uh, done by researchers from the I Hate America Institute. Oh. Oh. I may, I may be making that up. Well, uh, they make real money, unfortunately. <laughs> but they're stating that eating one hot dog takes 35 minutes off your life that's not true it's not true that's a total lie jody joe jody 
Joey Chestnut would be dead right now. Joey Chestnut would be complete. He is the uh, competitive eater who I actually just saw the other day. Uh, by the way, what I was I was at a, a food event. He he's from Indiana, of course. We're from Indiana, the Indianapolis area, and there was this very very cool food event called Egg Fest, where everything is made on the big green egg, which I did not buy oh. because stop. I can't figure out what grill to get. Do I really want to invest the time that it takes to do uh, the, the, the charcoal, to do the green egg? But everybody loves it. And so it's this whole event that's set up. It's fantastic. And everybody is, is creating different things, utilizing the green egg. It's one of the best food festivals I go to each and, and every year. And he was there. He had the belt and everything the, else. The- the belt? He's a championship beater. He's got a belt. Like he's. What does a, it look like? Oh, it, it is it fashionable? Like, it, well, it looks like he could suplex you, <laughs> right? Maybe the Cobra Clutch. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but he was there, and so we got to talk for for a few minutes. Um, it is it. Uh, he would be dead. A hot dog doesn't take thirty five minutes off your life. No, it's ridiculous. By the way, wait, 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 wait. What kind of hot dog? All beef, or one of those nitrate nitrate laden. Kind of hot dogs with 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 all the the weird stuff. According to researchers at the I Hate America Institute, uh, it's hot dogs. Okay, well that's just wrong. It's nonsense. <laughs> but can we before we move on to the next story? <clears throat> we didn't talk about this, but you brought something up. Okay, and I think I need to uh, address this one last time. <laughs> and I think what I need to do is bring Eat Drink Smoke Nation into this conversation. Tony, it's time. It's time for what? It's to bring time forth for, the rhythm and the rhyme? No. It's time for an Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation intervention. Oh, God. Go to our Facebook page. I'm going to put a post up. Will you please, ladies and gentlemen, I've been working on this man for three years to get a grill. Three years. Three years. Labor Day weekend is coming up. There are a ton of sales on grills coming up in the next week and a half, two weeks. Ladies and gentlemen. It's time to start putting public pressure on Tony Katz to finally buy a grill. So just anything. You don't care what I get. Just get something. Just just to satisfy you. Yes. So I should have no standards whatsoever. I, I think you've proven at this point, being that you've been shopping for grills uh, since the Clinton administration, that you have some standards. At this point, I'm it's not just looking analysis. for a date at last call, man. It's a grill. You got to... You gotta take these things slow. It's you gotta a, do the dance. You 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 danced the lady to death at this point. I know. I'm dancing with a couple ladies. Look, uh, and and you know what I find? I find if I want to dance again, they'll say yes because because they all want the sale. But ladies and gentlemen, wow, this conversation went to hell. It's 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 it's, it's as Bruce Buffer would say, it's time. You are so going to jail. How much is he gonna sue you for? For, for, for I didn't that. do the whole thing. Right, you can't. No, I Good, can't. Mainly because we're in public. Look, right. I know I need to get a grill. I know I want to get a grill. I haven't decided. Am I the kind of guy who just wants natural gas or propane, simple, easy, done? Do I want the charcoal fed like you have? Do I want the pellet grill? Do I want the green egg? And it's at that moment I fall to the floor in the fetal position and wet myself. <laughs> it's over. I, I, can't, I can't figure out what it is I want. But now they have hybrids where you can have pellet. Uh, oh, now I got to worry about hybrids? You got a pellet next to uh, a gas grill or a pellet with a charcoal or a charcoal electric grill. The world is your oyster, Tony Katz. This I don't is your oysters. opportunity. Yes, I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> find us on Facebook. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm going to put the post up. 
tell him what grill he should buy. And we've heard everything. We've had people come up to us while we're recording the show and saying, Tony, get the Weber. Get the Weber kettle grill. Tony, get gas. Tony, get the pellet grill. Just flood the Facebook page with something that will maybe move him into purchasing a grill. Flood the Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke, and confuse me even further. No, do that. Do that. Absolutely trigger the panic attack. Sure. Sure. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is you could enjoy a savory steak. I enjoy savory steaks. On a new grill. Cast iron. Oh, he's killing me. He's killing me. Just do it. Just do it, please. I'm to the point where I'm going to buy him a grill. It's just, there's just going to be a, a, a grill on your back deck with a bow on it. That's all I've been waiting for. This is called the long con, everybody. All I'm waiting for is Fingers Malloy just to be infuriated enough with me and frustrated enough that he puts it together. And not only is it on my back deck, he's grilling for me. This is what I've been going for. In a kiss the chef apron, I'll be there. With, and that's it. With bells on. I'll, I'll tell you what shouldn't be there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when I do get a grill, nothing but hot dogs for the first week. There you 35 go. minutes off your life. It's ridiculous. You know, actually, 35 me, minutes off your life is trying to figure out which grill to get. There it is. That is what's taking time off my life. If they would have said that Mountain Dew's new hot Cheeto Mountain Dew beverage would take 35 minutes off of your life, I would believe it. Because this is, this is going to be a thing, Tony. You know the hot Cheetos. The I know flaming, the hot Cheetos. The flaming hot Cheetos. Who doesn't love a hot Cheeto? Well, I know several people that have sat back eating flaming hot Cheetos while drinking a Mountain Dew. It's kind of like the, the peanut butter and the chocolate and the chocolate and the peanut butter. And they've said to themselves, if we could only combine the two, flaming hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew, that's what they're doing, Tony. They're, they're going to have a Mountain Dew flaming hot. That will take 35 minutes off your life. Of course, it's a terrible idea. And people are going to buy it. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna drink they? it. Oh, yeah, they are. It's Mountain Dew. It's a cult, man. The cult of the Dew. Okay, but let me ask you this. Weren't you the one who told me you used to drink vodkas and Mountain Dews? A voodoo. A voodoo. That's... <laughs> That's freaking brilliant, by the way. That is a brilliant, brilliant name for a drink. But my gosh, flaming hot. I, I, do you think anyone over the age of 21 is going to drink that? That's just yeah, but they don't care about that. I mean, there are plenty of people under the age of 21 who are going to do I, it. I agree with you, but I don't see anyone over the age of 21 that's going to say to themselves on, on a hot, humid, sunny day, oh, you know what would be really refreshing right now? A hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. I don't see anybody but kids buying The point this. of a Mountain Dew is to be able to cool yourself down after you eat the thing spicy. Yeah. Not to drink the spicy thing. Right? Sriracha soda is next. They might as well. I mean, the only thing that I've ever had at a beverage that I've enjoyed that's spicy is a, a Bloody Mary. I can kind of see that. But you're not drinking a Bloody Mary because it's refreshing. Right. You're drinking a Bloody Mary because it's a Bloody Mary. Uh, the best part of a Bloody Mary is all the things, is basically the nine sandwiches you can put on a Bloody Mary. You can add anything to a Bloody Mary. It's still a Bloody Mary. Whole fried chicken wings and, and drums and everything else, cheeseburgers. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. But no, I'm not going to. I don't have a grill, and I'm not getting the Flaming Mountain Dew. But, man, they're going to sell millions of them, my people. Hey, now, guys, I love that everybody has been going to EatDrinkSmokeShow.com and clicking on the link to get uh, their MyPillow Giza Dream bed sheets and get the MyPillow, which I use, and the MyPillow towels. 
which I used using promo code Tony, T-O-N-Y. Those Giza Dream bed sheets, which I use, by the way, and they are fantastic. You're going to get 50% off any Giza Dream sheets with a price as low as $49.99 when you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Tony. Save 50% on all the Giza Dream bed sheets. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code Tony. Tony, you're going to get the Giza Dream sheets, which are fantastic. For as low as $49.99, you're also going to find deep discounts on all the MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets, which I use, and everything they have to offer. Don't miss the sale of the year. MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. MyPillow.com, promo code Tony. You're going to sleep much better with MyPillow.com. We've got more Espinosa cigars to smoke. And, oh, look, the, the bourbon's here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. When you're smoking as many cigars as we're smoking today, I can't, all right, we're not smoking 100 cigars, but we came to this event, Espinosa Cigars, and we knew we were going to try a couple of things in the lineup. We're like, what do we want to match with this? Do we want to get unique? Do we want to get different? Or do we want something that really might be able to well match with everything going on. And that's why we went to the Peerless Small Batch Bourbon. It's eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. I think people know Peerless uh, for the rye, but Peerless does a small batch Kentucky bourbon. And it's just an absolutely beautiful look uh, to this thing right here, Fingers Malloy. The small batch Peerless, P-E-E-R-L-E-S-S, which is 100.1 proof. Always get some applause from Fingers Malloy when it's over 100 proof right here. And a nose that just says bourbon. That's what it says. A little touch of vanilla on that nose right there. A little bit of honey. Just a nice, easy nose right there as we do it neat. And an absolutely beautiful color, almost to an extent an orange going on there. Very, very, very pretty. Uh, not necessarily big in the viscosity fingers. What is that nose doing to you? Same thing with me. The, the, the honey, vanilla, at 100 proof. You know, sometimes you'll get that alcohol smell, that ethanol uh, on the nose. I'm not getting any of that on this. It's it's just basically very sweet, but not overpoweringly sweet on the nose. So far, very delightful. By the way, I read that wrong. It's not 100.1. It's 108.9, so it's 109 proof. Gets even more applause. From Fingers Malloy, I read it wrong. I, I apologize. Uh, I, I I did want to try something that was going to work for all weather. You're smoking an Oscuro for the Laranja from Espinosa. I started with the, the, the uh, Crema, and I'm going to be moving on to another cigar. We do our bourbon neat right here. That's the way we start. Then the question is, are we going to add a little bit of water? Are we going to move it to a cube or maybe an ice chip? People often think you, you don't do that. You're, you're ruining the bourbon. No, no, no. Ice water opens up the bourbon, just like you would want air to get to your wine. That's why people swirl the wine to really aerate it, bring that in. That's why you decant it to add that air to it, because it does. It opens up what that wine is. Very often, a little bit of water or that cube is going to do that for you. Now, Fingers Malloy, you ready for this? 
Tony, I've been ready for this all day. He's going to do it. We're going to take that first sip. We, As I said, we do it neat. The Peerless Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Go for it, Fingers Malloy. He takes the first sip, and he says to himself, wait, what does he say? He's working it. You're, you're thinking. You're, you look like you're in, in deep. <laughs> are, you, are you doing your transcendental meditation? I didn't get it to do that today. I will after I'm done with this, though. Uh, barely a sting on the tongue. No burn going down into your chest. Vanilla honey, a little bit of oak, a citrus note uh, on this bourbon. Uh, good neat. Very good neat. I, I, I'm enjoying it. Tony, I'm really interested to see what you think of it. All right, here we go. He's going in, ladies and it gentlemen. Is, it is a nice nose. It's an easy, simple, kind of what you would expect from a bourbon nose. Here I go. Here I go, Fingers Lloyd. The Peerless Small Batch uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. He's going in, ladies and gentlemen. He's doing the Kentucky Chew. The Memphis Munch. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought it would be. It's exactly what I thought it would be. The heat resides... In, in the lower middle chest right there. There's a, light, a slight sting on the tongue. Absolutely nothing down the throat. A little bit of warmth for me as it usually is. But, oh, there is a little citrus in there. There's actually a little less oak than I thought would, would, would appear from it. But, my gosh, simple. It, it, it's not playing in too many tones. The, you don't have uh, many competing flavors. Uh, that are that are fighting each other. Certainly, uh, when we talk about the finish, like what remains on the tongue, a bit of cinnamon, more than more than anything else. It, it's right there in the middle and tip of the tongue. A little bit of that cinnamon, almost like if you were chewing a big red stick uh, of, of of cinnamon gum. Uh, that is a simple, simple, easy, lovely work for the work for the room. And not, not overpowering bourbon right there. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a very easy sip in bourbon. It's a bottle that you could pull out. And for someone that doesn't normally have uh, just a, a straight bourbon, uh, something that I think that they would enjoy, uh, and also a seasoned bourbon drinker would pick this up, and they would enjoy it as well. It's very versatile that way. I was going through some of the reviews of this, and, and people who have better palates than you and I, Fingers Moy, remember, we're fans. We're lovers. We want to try things. But there are people out there with better palates than us. Uh, one of the uh, sites, bourbonforthemasses.com, they said that this feels to them a little bit young. And that's an interesting way to look at something. Like if it had a little more time to develop out, you would get, it, it, it's like it's right there. It wants to be something even, even bigger and more joyfully, joyfully robust. But, but I'll, I'll leave that to others when you try it. But the flavor profile here fits. Again, I wish it had a little more oak. It, for me, it's not as pronounced as, as, I as I would like it to be. But as a flavor, man, this will work with a fair amount of cigars in that medium range. Would work as a pairing absolutely terrific. Yeah, if you're looking for a really sweet bourbon, this isn't it. If you're looking for a real oaky bourbon, this isn't it either. Uh, but I, I do think uh, it is definitely worth your time. But the question is, how much is this a bottle, Tony? Well, according to the people at Drizzly, who would be fantastic sponsors of the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast, uh, this is uh, $70, $75 a bottle. Oh. Oh, is that right? Well, here's the deal. 
for for me, I think that this is an easy sip in bourbon. It's something that uh, I think most people would enjoy if you're a bourbon drinker. I think this is something that you should definitely seek out if you see it at you know at your 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 bourbon cigar bar. Uh, definitely give it a try. I think it is it's worth your time. For me, I don't know if I would spend $75 a bottle on it. And I can absolutely positively appreciate it. Once you're in that $70 range, you're into a price point that you have to be, you know, you're, 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 you're really are taking, asking yourself, taking stock of those dollars and is this something that it's going to be in my liquor cabinet? I agree that at the price point, it is not in my liquor cabinet. Uh, if I can find it on sale... It is definitely in my, in my liquor cabinet because it will work for the whole room. So if you're having people over, you're going to be able to share it and feel good about it. Don't you feel like more $40, $45 a bottle yes. you would grab it? But Absolutely. We start getting into $70, $75. I just don't know. But if you, if you see it at your favorite lounge, I think you definitely need to give this a try. It's, it's definitely worth your time. It is the Peerless Small Batch Bourbon. Uh, 108, 109 uh, proof doesn't doesn't hit hard in that way. I will admit the heat has has stuck with me. Really? In that, you don't feel that in the lower chest? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I had a frozen burrito before I got here. So who knows? Are we going to have to play America's Favorite Game? Oh, good Lord. Yes, we will. And you can actually see America's Favorite Game is What Did Fingers Malloy Eat Today? If you head on over to the Eat, Drink, Smoke Show page, eatdrinksmokeshow.com, you can actually see some of the things Fingers Malloy has been eating. You will be frightened. The Peerless. Check it out for yourself. You tell us. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. So as we've seen in the world of cigars, as COVID has taken place, more buying than ever before. But with the more buying than ever before, there have been issues with production. Issues are there and in the factories, in the farms, in the getting things to the states to be able to be sold. And it's created opportunities for a lot of other brands. Eat, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Now, I would never say that Espinosa, I don't know if I would call it boutique or larger than boutique, but it's possible that it's a brand you're not necessarily familiar with, even though you're hearing good things in Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Snob, specifically that Laranja line, which Fingers Malloy started with. Tyler Jones joins us right now. He represents Espinosa Cigars, EspinosaCigars.com in the Midwest, and we're here at Smoker's Choice, which is a fantastic lounge in Brownsburg, Indiana. You know, we do some of the high-scale, uh, upscale lounges. We do the every man's kind of lounge. Uh, cigar, uh, Smoker's Choice is an every man's uh, kind of Absolutely. lounge. They were, they were doing an event out here, and Fingers Malloy said, let's, let's head on out and be a, a part of it. And I have heard nothing but good things about Espinosa. I have had the Laranja, both the Oscuro and, of course, uh, that, that Habano, that orange label, which is super hard to find and, and was wonderful. Uh, talk to me about how Espinosa has been accepted in, in the marketplace and what is it that you guys are doing that's kind of capturing people's attention. So us at Espinosa, thank you for having me, by the way. Um, us, at, us at Espinosa, you know, we've, uh, we've been around the block for a while and... Uh, since about the uh, late 2010s is when we opened up our own factory and started doing everything uh, under the name Espinosa Cigars. Before we were in the industry as EO brands, back when our owner Eric had a business partner by the name of Eddie Ortega, and they uh, they ended up going their separate ways and stuff like that. Eddie did his own thing, and then um, Eric started Espinosa Cigars. So we've been around for a, a while now, and we have the reputation in the industry for doing more, you know, 
full body cigars and stuff like big that. You know? And you have some big, big smoke. I have smoked cigars of yours that I've said, oh gosh, I got to put this down for a moment. Yeah, you know, we, we, we like stuff with flavor, and sometimes with flavor comes uh, comes strength. So we, uh, you know, we don't we don't blend for the strength, but it just so happens to come along, and that's just how our palates work. I mean, we make a Connecticut shade, you know, mild cigar that. Most people are like, that's that's pretty strong for a Connecticut. I started with that, that the crema one right yeah, there. Absolutely. I did it as the Churchill, and it had far more spice than I was prepared for for a Connecticut. And we've been talking about it, how people are trying to make Connecticut's, you know, make Connecticut's great again. Right. Uh, yeah. That's that's been a lot of what's happening. And you know that that's a, that's a Connecticut that's not made by guys who like Connecticut shade necessarily. It's a it's a Connecticut made by guys who want you know heavier Habanos, heavier Maduros, and stuff like that. So it's stuff to it's stuff like. Um, that we just want to smoke on a daily basis, and that's our morning cigar. And uh, it, it sells phenomenal for us. Uh, thank God other people are enjoying it. You've got a line. You've got a lot of facing. So, for example, the 601 La Bamba, that's Espinosa. We already talked about the Laranja. Then you have two that are very, very odd, and Fingers and I are smoking those right now. The Sarsaparilla, yes. which just came out, which is a torpedo. I've done this with a V-cut, and that's because it comes to the point, and I don't want to lose too much of the cigar. So a V-cut, like a V, kind of goes into the cigar. A great way to do a torpedo. So you're getting the, the full value of the cigar that it comes in. You, it's blend, it's blended and it's rolled be to bring that more that tighter draw, that more intense draw. And Fingers Malloy with the Candela wrapper, is doing the wasabi. So let's start with that. What is that wasabi there with that candela green? It's a green wrapper. Yeah, yeah. So the the wasabi that's a uh, that's an interesting project for us. So we uh, a couple years ago we decided to do a uh, a candela because candelas are you know not they're not very common in our industry, but they're they're common enough where there's some big players like Lafleur and Fuente that do them. Camacho, you referenced earlier, and. Um, so we wanted to take our own stab at it, and we uh, we want to do something different. That's what we do at Espinosa Cigars is we take our own twist on stuff, and uh, the wasabi was that. We did a uh, we did a Candela wrapper cigar with a Habano cap, and uh, we ended up making it taste like no other Candela in the business today. I mean, we we wanted that spice element because we used that heavier Nicaraguan profile on it, and uh, the fillers we picked just ended up working out to cover kind of the the grassiness that you would typically get out of a candela, which is personally something I don't care for. So that's why I absolutely love the wasabis because especially in that five by 46 size that uh, fingers are smoking, it's absolutely phenomenal. You get that spice, you get that aroma and you get that Nicaraguan profile with that candela wrapper. Well, I freely admit, I, I think this is only my second candela ever. Uh, I was drawn to the name wasabi. I was like, well, this is different. I saw the, the, the green wrapper and you, you mentioned it, uh, the flavor profile on a candela is usually kind of a, a grassy note. Is, is is that what you, you usually to catch? Me, to me personally, that's what I usually get out of so it. So what makes this different than a typical candela? Because I am getting some, some decent spice off of this. Yeah, so I, we ended up using enough of a heavier Nicaraguan spicier filler where it really just overwhelms that grassy wrapper flavor profile. So that's pretty much how you got that, that spice is by just using that heavy Nicaraguan base on it. It just really overpowers the wrapper, and you really don't taste as much wrapper as you do filler. That's a really great expression of what you're tasting right now is a lot of filler tobaccos more than just the wrapper. Yeah, the, the grassy note's very subtle on, yeah. in this. It's, it's definitely not overpowering, but the, that spice 
it's 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 very nice and this wasn't at all what i was expecting so there's a lot of people that tell me it's not spicy enough to be called wasabi I don't know. I'm like, you know what? I'm not telling you. I, I'm not telling you it's gonna be spicy as wasabi, and I'm pretty sure I preference that when you when I saw you pick it up. But um, no, no. I mean, it's just it's it's just an expression of great spice, and you know, with the wrapper being green, you know, wasabi. I had fun with it. And, and I'll tell you, I saw that cigar in the in the lineup they had there from Espinosa Cigars, and I said I'm gonna pass. That that to me wasn't it. The sarsaparilla, the torpedo, that San Andreas. Did, did you just say Sassy is back? Sassy is back. Yeah, you should not be proud of that line. Uh, I'm just telling you, your marketing department has to go back. Uh, San Andreas rappers are... St- I don't know if it's a fashionable thing. I happen to enjoy a San Andreas rapper, that Mexican yeah. rapper, and the flavors that it provides. Uh, but talk to me about this, because what you've got here in that rapper, the oily, that bit of suede on, on the rapper is just absolutely perfect. I love that flavor. And the feel, it's it's got good balance. It's got good weight to it. Talk to me. So, Sarsaparilla was a project we did back in 2014 with a cigar media group called Cigar Dojo. And uh, we partnered with them on this project, and uh, we did like 510-count bundles. We sold it online exclusively and with, uh, I, th- I believe, JR Cigar or Famous, maybe. And um, it was something that sold out in 15 minutes. So, I mean, 510-count bundles bundles in 15 minutes is pretty impressive numbers and uh you know for years it's been a project that that cigar dojo community wanted us to bring back and uh we finally brought it back in 10 count boxes um we gave a little the band a little bit of a facelift it was funny actually when we released that cigar a buddy of mine here on the south side of indianapolis actually gave me one of the original production ones and after all the years of age i think it was seven years ago we did that originally it still tastes almost the same and it, it was does, absolutely phenomenal. It's got a good thickness uh, to it. It's got a bit of white pepper uh, going going on. Um, you guys talk about how it pairs perfectly with a steak, and I think that you really did try and get that in there. Look, Tyler, uh, we're fans. We're enjoying what you're doing there at Espinosa Cigars. We appreciate taking the time. Loving that you're out here in the retail environs doing uh, the events. Tyler Jones, EspinosaCigars.com. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. More to get to. Eat, drink, smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram, at Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast. Leave it to social media to come up with another trend for your kids to hurt themselves in every way possible. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, Tony Katz, and America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Be sure to like us on Instagram, Eat, Drink, Smoke Podcast on Instagram. Follow, like, do whatever it is you're supposed to do. Great content over there. Growing like mad. Eat, drink, smoke podcast on Instagram. This started on TikTok. And the challenge for the milk crate challenge goes as follows, Fingers Malloy. You know what a milk crate is? They still make milk crates? They do. They do. It's actually out of the Kama Sutra. (laughs) The milk crate challenge is you take a milk crate, and then next to it you put two milk crates stacked on top of each other, and then three, and then four. And then you bring it back down so it looks like a bridge. And you try and walk over it. And anybody who's ever stood on a milk crate knows that they are incredibly unstable. And people are trying to walk over these things. And they're falling and they're hurting themselves. And they can do real damage to themselves. It became a trend on TikTok. So dangerous, they thought, TikTok actually has banned the videos. They will take the video down if you're trying to do this. In every generation, 
whether it's a Tide Pod or it's the it's it's the Milk Grade Challenge or they were they were drinking scalding boiling water at one time. Kids will try dumb things, but adults were trying this as well and falling flat on their back on the milk crates. You wonder how they survived it. Try to paint this picture. It's like a pyramid that they build. And I mean, it looked like that some of these these pyramids were six to eight feet in the air. And you see these videos and there's one that is circulated where a woman is doing it in stiletto heels. And she, no. she, yeah, she made it all the way across. But there are these aren't kids, Tony. The ones that I, the videos that I've seen these are these are adults, and they would get you know six seven feet in the air, one wrong move, and they're hitting the ground. And they aren't just hitting the ground; they're landing on milk crates. It looks incredibly dangerous. It's not funny. Uh, it's it's something that really people need to be discouraged. This to me is uh, Tide Pods 2.0. Right? Pick, pick the thing 2.0. It's just the newest way to say, look at me. Anything to be a star, right? They could just go and create a cigar smoking OnlyFans page. But no. But no. <laughs> How much can I hurt myself? Not just a little bit. For forever. And what's amazing is some of these videos, you'll see, it's like they set up this platform for 15, 20 people to try it. You'll see other people filming it on their phone. It's just like a, a sea of people with their phones up in the air waiting for disaster. Right. Waiting for someone to That's what to they're hoping hurt. for. Yeah, they're they waiting. don't want you to make it. It's like NASCAR. <laughs> they want you to crash. Yeah, it, it reminds me of some of those, you know, in the 90s, it was really popular to see these backyard wrestling videos where guys were pretending to be wrestlers and doing outrageous... How do you think Kimbo Slice became a thing? That's the backyard a- brawling and the... And the the street boxing, I mean, he, he couldn't do an MMA because that required rules and real training, and you were going up against the guys who have unbelievable conditioning. But Kimbo Slice against some amateur who thought he was tough was destroying people. It was It's frightening to watch those videos. It's amazing he didn't kill someone. You see some of those videos, and the ferociousness of the blows, a bare-knuckle boxing, which, by the way, all boxing should be bare-knuckle boxing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the ferociousness of the blows and then somebody getting hit and just not having any just knocked out on their feet and hitting the ground having their heads hit the pavement it's amazing someone didn't die in, in some of those videos I don't think there's anything new about people who you know don't have any maturity doing things trying things let's be silly we've all done it kids have been doing it for years it was drag racing back in the day and, and all the things it's that the idea of getting some kind of virtual fame, uh, you know, uh, a viral fame, that is the driver, and that driver will lead people to even worse decisions, without a doubt. This, this is the downside of social media. But what do you think you're going to get out of it? Say you're the woman in the stilettos, and she does the whole thing. She gets uh, you know, up to the top of the pyramid. She walks down on the other side. We don't know this person's name. I mean, what do you get out of it except the, the possibility of getting hurt? But there are people who look for these virtual star, these, these viral stars, these these uh, Instagram stars, TikTok, etc., and they get signed to contracts and they start, you know, doing brand representation and, and, and influencing and things like that. You never know where it's going to come from. And I think that's why they try it, because if one thing hits... You're a star, baby. Well, at least no uh, milk company has signed on to sponsor this. 
because it's dangerous and I, it, it's amazing that we somebody hasn't gotten killed. From it is. It's someone's uh, someone out there has gotten hurt. Someone out there has gotten really hurt, and we don't even know about it. Uh, you know, we would hear about it, yes, if someone got killed. It's just a ridiculous thing to do. Not ridiculous, and I'm happy to say that Case Elegance, the humidor people, now with Eat, Drink, Smoke, and with promo code EDS, EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke, you get free monogramming. Fingers Malloy has a Case Elegance humidor. They make a whole grouping of these at CaseElegance.com. Fingers has the Oxidor. You can get the military humidor as well. They've got travel cases. I have one of these. Uh, very, very cool. CaseElegance.com. Promo code EDS, and you get free monogramming on your humidor. You get to choose what you want and choose the placement. You love yours. Oh, absolutely. I got it. I, I ordered it. It was on my doorstep in two days. Absolutely phenomenal uh, customer service. Uh, seasoned it for two days. Put 100 sticks in this humidor. Stayed at 70% humidity. I mean, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, I couldn't be happier with it. It's it's something that I know if you buy one, you're definitely going to enjoy it. They've got a great system to keep the humidity uh, going. The seal works extremely, extremely well. You can check out the full lineup. They're called Claro Humidors, K-L-A-R-O, from Case Elegance. CaseElegance.com. Use promo code EDS for Eat, Drink, Smoke. EDS. And you will get your free monogramming. So you might want to check that out if you've been in the market for a humidor. And Jack Daniels releasing their first 10-year-old whiskey in over a century. Jack Daniels, 10-year-old number seven, pure Lincoln County corn whiskey. They, they also call it, they also have a Tennessee whiskey is what they're calling it right now. I think I'm going to try it because uh, with the single barrel stuff, I've been duly impressed by what Jack is doing. Now, this is going to be quite the the proof of a single barrel. I mean, we were looking somewhere at, what was it, 134? Well, well yeah, well, with the single barrels we had, we're 134 <laughs> uh, uh, proof uh, right here. This one comes in at 97 proof. It's going to sell for $70 a bottle. We will review it here at Eat, Drink, Smoke. But when Jack goes down this line, I don't think of it as a shtick. I am willing to give Jack Daniels... All of the opportunity in the world to show me that some of the things that they're trying and they're building, the first one in over 100 years, all right, they've earned it. I'm willing to give it a shot. I feel like some people write off Jack Daniels, and I really don't know why. I've always enjoyed Jack Daniels, and I'm really looking forward to this, and I can't wait to review it. Now, remember, this isn't a bourbon because right. it doesn't follow the rules because of the charcoal filtering. This is indeed a whiskey, a bourbon. In first use, uh, charred oak barrels goes into the barrel at a certain proof, out of the barrel at a certain proof. It has to be 51% corn. But because of this charcoal of filtering, it's not a bourbon. That's why they use the term sour mash, or in this case, they're using Tennessee whiskey. It's a different designation because bourbon is a designation by law. So it's a different thing. Me, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Espinosa Cigars. We've been smoking everything they've got. Check it out for yourself. Espinosa Cigars and the Peerless. Peerless Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Again, $70, $75 a bottle. That's our sticking point. But a very, very easy, works with a lot of things. Bourbon work for everybody at the table bourbon. And something that that I'm enjoying. 
It's a solid, solid bourbon. Yeah, seek it out if it's at your favorite cigar lounge, if it's at your favorite bar. I, I definitely think it's worth your time. Uh, but again, you said it's $75. I don't know if it's in my liquor cabinet. Now, now before we go, and we don't engage politics here, on the day that we're recording, because this show is heard all over the country on weekends, different times, we're coming to you as we learned of the death of 12 U.S. Marines in Afghanistan. And regardless of your politics, we're thinking of them. We're thinking of their families. We want Americans home safe and sound. And we only hope for their safety and the best. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Did you know Audible isn't just for audiobooks? They have podcasts, too. And you guessed it, Eat, Drink, Smoke is now on Audible. Listen to us there. Eat, Drink, Smoke.